Welcome, one and all, to The Toss-Up. I'm your host, Simon. I am joined today by our two lovely guests, Abe and Nathan. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Hello, hello. Doing grand. Abe, you are a returner, uh, as you are my brother. I don't know your track record on this show, but I recall it not being the best. I think you have a few losses under your belt. This This is is good for me. I like this. I like (laughs) hearing this news. I remember beating Abby. Okay, that's Uh, probably fair. That's probably so. Maybe you're like two and one, or one and three. I don't know. Um, Nathan, you are a newcomer, so yes, you, you could start off here with a with a sterling record, my man. Oh yeah, I plan to. I certainly plan to. <laughs> okay, hell yeah. Well, we're gonna dive right into our first game. Uh, you guys, news junkies at all? You keeping up with with the week's news? Oh God, not particularly. <laughs> well, then this we will see how you do. This is, we usually record on Saturdays. Today is Monday, Martin Luther King Day. Um, so this is only news from last week. Not okay. anything that happened over okay. the weekend. We can review is 15 questions about this week's news. It is the only game in which I must get the entire question out before you can tell me the answer. Mm. Um, and it is the only game where it's only worth one point towards your final score. But whoever wins it will get a slight advantage in the final game. So mm-hmm. fight hard. You ready? Yeah. Ready, ready. Here we go. Though no one was injured in the incident, the FAA grounded what type of plane after one suffered a mid-air blowout? 747. Nope. Um, do we have to give, like, the plane number? Like, well, can I say, like, Alaska, a plane? Alaska Airlines, right? It was Alaska Airlines, and you're very close with 747. 757. Nope, other direction. 7, 737. Yes, the Boeing 737 Max 9. Okay. I need to be interjecting more. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, there's no penalties for multiple guesses in this game. You're good. Okay. Abe has the oh, first point. Oh, good. Here's oh, number two. Due to insufficient vaccine rates, what is still killing an average of 1,500 Americans every week? COVID-19. Uh, COVID-19 is correct. Nathan's on the board. It's interesting that you bring up the flu, Abe. Just for a point of comparison, the final week of December, COVID killed, I think, 1,643 people in the United States. And the flu in that same week killed about 150. (laughs) So it's just just insane. I think the latest stat is 19.4% of adults have the latest booster. Um, I'm among the guilty party. Oof. I need to go get my latest one because it's supposed to cover a lot of the new variants. Oh, damn. Uh, okay. Here is number three. We're tied up on the one. Lily Gladstone made history by becoming the first indigenous person ever to win what award? Nobel Prize? Nope. Uh, Academy Award? Not the Academy, but you're on the right track. Golden Globe? Golden Oscar? Globes. Well Golden done, Globe. Nathan. <laughs> yes, Golden Globes. Indeed, winning. What did she win it for? Killers of the Flower Moon. She is tremendous. Oh, oh tremendous. I, tremendous. Yeah, I need to see that. Which actually, new this week, it is now streaming on Apple TV for no upcharge. Cool. It's all there. All three wow. and a half hours of Scorsese glory. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, here is number four. Which team won the college football championships, beating out the Washington Huskies 34 13? Ah! Oh, I, I feel like I'm, uh, uh, geez, uh, uh, why, Wisconsin, was it, or did they? Geographically, you couldn't be closer. Oh, uh, 
the Alaskan Vikings. <laughs> I, that you picked the farthest possible state. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh God, a Wisconsin, uh, Michigan? Is it Michigan? Yes, sir. Michigan oh, Wolverines. Great. Absolutely. All right, Nathan's carving out a lead for himself. Three to one. Here's number five. Apple announced a February second release for what highly anticipated new product, currently priced at three thousand four hundred and ninety-nine dollars. Apple VR headset thing. Correct. I don't know the name yes, of it is. the Vision Pro. Vision Pro. Well Thank you. Yes. Vision Pro. <laughs> the Vision Isn't Pro. Isn't that just glasses? Oh, up, up your vision. Become a pro. <laughs> <laughs> Here's number six. What movie star signed a deal with Warner Brothers to develop and produce original and franchise films? Ben Affleck. Nope. Fuck. Emma Stone. Uh, nope. Leo DeCap. Mm mm. Some would argue, in terms of like the glory days of movie stardom in like the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We really only have two movie stars left. One is Brad Pitt, and one is this man. Tom Cruise. Tom I Cruise. It. Damn. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Well done, Abe. Absolutely. My Scientologist yes. icon. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yeah, this one is a particularly big deal because he's long been loyal to Paramount, who produces the Mission okay. Impossible movies um, and, a, mm. and a number of other franchises that he's been a part of. Mm. So him jumping ship is not a good sign for Paramount. Warner Brothers is in a much better place at the moment. Right. All right, on to number seven. This is a bit of a, a verbal jumbo, but just bear with me. Responding to continued attacks in the Red Sea by Houthi forces protesting Israel, President Joe Biden is now the fourth U.S. president to bomb what nation? Uh, Syria. Jordan? Nope. Uh... Is Egypt? No, but you're geographically much closer. Think the other side of the Red Sea. Uh, Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. South of Saudi Arabia. Yemen. Oman. Oman. Yemen is the correct answer. Well done, Abe. Absolutely. Yes, and even after being bombed by the U.S. for the fourth consecutive president in a row, Houthi <laughs> yeah, forces said they will continue to shoot cargo ships in the Red Sea until there is a ceasefire in Israel. Well. On right. to number eight. Which former New Jersey governor once again ended his presidential bid? Marco, not Rubio, no. Um, um. His first and last name sound very similar. Uh, what does the last name rhyme with? Can we ask that? Um, a certain <laughs> beloved chain of donuts. <laughs> uh, donuts. Dunkin' <laughs> Creams. Oh, crispy, 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 crispy. <laughs> Dan Wispy, George, George Whiskey, George Crispy. <laughs> okay, we're we're ending this. We're ending this here. No I points vote, awarded. I, Damn I would, it! I would vote for George. <laughs> Just on What's name the, alone. Who, That's my who, man. Who was no, it? Who was the it? answer I was looking for was Chris Christie. Chris uh, Chris, I, I would never yeah. get that. No idea. Uh, here is number nine. A federal judge ruled that Alabama may proceed with the nation's first execution using what method? Lethal injection. Lethal injection. Nope. That is long Electric chair. No, this is the first. This is a novel, a completely new method hmm. of execution. Drowning. Um, Not drowning, no. It's believed to be less uh, barbaric, Abe. <laughs> anvil on the head. 
cartoon <laughs> style. Yeah. Uh, Eric. I want to go Deadbolt through the brain. No, oh, jeez. Uh, nope. <laughs> West Barbarian. Uh, uh, what? What is less barbaric than a lethal injection? Uh, well, maybe it's not no, less barbaric than. Is it less barbaric than a lethal injection? Is that the 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 grounds for reintroducing it? Um, yeah, and so I mean, we've never really stopped executing people, especially in the deep south. But there's been a lot of calls to make them a little bit more, you know, humanitarian in their causes. So more yeah. than a lethal injection. I mean, some would say I, capital punishment by definition is barbaric, I, myself included. But this is well, supposed to be yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. a little bit easier. Um, in effect, you'd be drifting off to sleep. <laughs> they zap your brain. No, not electric. Uh, You're stepping into surgery. How do they put you under? Anesthesia. Yeah, with an anesthetic. But how do they but administer it? Via IV. Don't don't they do it through your lungs, like through your laughing gas? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna give it to Nathan because he's <laughs> the closest. It is Damn. administered through gas. And this method is specifically nitrogen gas. That's oh, how they would no shot. They just yeah. starve your brain of oxygen? That's exactly. crazy. Yeah, so you just drift oh off to God. sleep and you basically, yeah, drown on nitrogen. I don't know. Well, yeah, you kind of got the drowning. Yeah, see, but gas is also a fluid. <laughs> so my first guess was correct. <laughs> Man, I can tell that this insane. is not how the is physicist that? in the room. <laughs> it, is, it is a fluid. It is a fluid. Yeah, right? it's a fluid. There it's a fluid. Go. But how is, it le- how is that less barbaric than uh, whatever? All right. Yeah. Who's to say? Who's to say? Nathan oh. is up five to three. Here's on to number right. 10. The WHO declared Cape Verde as the first sub Saharan African nation. In 50 years to be free of what disease? 50 years. Uh, Malaria. Malaria was the correct answer. Nathan's got the point. Excellent work. Here's number 11. Mm -hmm. What asset manager and evil shadow corp finalized its acquisition of global infrastructure partners for $12 billion? BlackRock. Well done, Nathan. Absolutely. Mm. It's one of those boring names that they want you to forget, but Nathan did not. BlackRock. It does sound like an evil video game or evil company from a video game or something like that. <laughs> it really Absolutely. Does. Absolutely. All right. We have four questions remaining. Nathan is ahead seven to three. Number 12, Donald Trump requested that a Georgia judge dismiss the state election interference case against him, claiming what absolves him? Oh, he, is, he can he is impu- president. presidential impunity that he can pardon himself. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will give it. I'll give it to you, Nathan. Presidential oh, okay. immunity is what he is claiming. Yes. Oh, immunity. Eh, there's a P and an I. Yeah, it's the same thing. Okay, all right, that works. That works. And here's number thirteen. While it is not yet conclusive whether nanoplastics are harmful to human health, researchers measured an average of two hundred and forty thousand particles of nanoplastics per liter of what? Blood. What type of water? Diluted water. <laughs> no, I mean it. Deionized water. Diluted. Uh, uh, sewer water. Nope. Ocean water in your body. Not ocean water. <laughs> tap water. Not tap. Filtered. filtered. Uh, Not filtered. From <laughs> bottled, bottled water. water. Bottled. <laughs> Abe got it by a hair. Well done. It. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's in a plastic very... bottle. You know, they're halfway there. Exactly. That's just so crazy. Per liter, just a liter of water that you get, 240,000 particles of nanoplastics. Mm, Yummy nanoplastics. All right, we have two questions remaining. Here's number 14. 
This week, a 13-year-old did the unthinkable by becoming the first person ever to beat what video game? Tetris. Tetris is the correct answer. I did see this, yes, yes. Mm, Yeah, it's crazy. There's a really good video on it about how he went about beating it. I guess the game is supposed to become unbeatable around, like, level 29. And this kid Mm. basically glitched out the game to get a victory at level 157. (laughs) That's so goddamn cool. These people are athletes. It's it's insane. (laughs) All right, well, here is the 15th and final question. Gabriel Atal, probably like pronouncing that very incorrectly, uh, became what nation's first openly gay and youngest ever prime minister? Canada. The Not UK. Canada, but you're quite, you're quite close in terms of culture. The UK? Mm. Nope. Scotland. Ireland. <laughs> France. Uh, Australia. France was the correct answer. It was, was a very good job. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Australians and, well, and Commonwealth. Are... A Commonwealth. Come on. Yeah, France is one of those countries that has a president and a prime minister. So the president, really? Emmanuel yeah. Macron, appointed Gabriel Attal, or however you pronounce it, oh, uh, to the position yeah. of prime minister. There you go. Well, Abe did sneak out that point. We are ending We Can Review with Nathan at 9 and Abe at 5. Uh, so that means, Nathan, you have one point added to your final score and an advantage Ooh. in our final game. Next up, we bat. Next fuck taking that again (laughs) (laughs) next up to that we have a fan favorite game trivia to make you feel bad the general (laughs) the general conceit of this game is it's a question that you probably should know might not followed by a question that you probably do know and is completely useless there are 15 (laughs) questions to answer here every single point will go towards your final score and we are now in the interruption phase so if you know it shout it out Sound good? Ooh, okay, all right, all right, all right. Question number one. How many fallopian tubes does a woman have? Two. Ooh, two. Excellent work. That was a dead tie, and the way this game works is tie always goes to the person who's down. Abe has his first point on the board. Number two. All right. What YouTuber recently broke 300 million subscribers across his five channels with such morally dubious hits as 1,000 blind people see Mm. for the first time? Mm. Mr. Beast. Absolutely. All right, one and one. Here's number three. If the president and vice president of the United States die, Speaker of the House assumes the duties of the presidency. Speaker of the House House is correct. Well done, Amos. The treasurer. (laughs) (laughs) The treasurer is higher up than you think. It's like fifth or sixth or something. It goes Mm. Speaker of the House and then Secretary of State and then, no, no, Speaker of the House and then Senate Majority Leader and then Secretary of State and then Treasurer and then Defense. I was looking it up. Treasurer oh, wow. before Secretary of Defense. Interesting. Huh. Huh. All right. Here is number four. Kylie Jenner has struck up a romance with what Wonka actor? Oh, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. I heard Abe by a hair. Wait. What? That's crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah, they've been together for a little bit. They were macking at the Golden Globes. All right. Damn. Here is number five. It is widely accepted that the dinosaurs went extinct from an asteroid striking the Earth. Where did it land? Uh, Schicksal Globe Crater in near Mexico. Very well yes. done. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Excellent work. Yeah, even 66 million years later, you can still kind of see the peak. Like, if you underwater, you can still see the peak of the caldera yeah. or the crater. It's so, so crazy. All right, uh, number six. What cartoon character has the catchphrase, what's up, Doc? Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny, another point for Nathan. We're tied up here three and three. Number seven. Ooh. Who is Fred Hampton? Freddy. Fuck. <laughs> my guy. Oh, Freddy, my man. We go way back. Oh, shit. <laughs> Why is his name so familiar? A real estate agent. No. Why He's would an, I put that on? <laughs> actor. Yeah, man. That dude was good at selling houses. Now, looks like no points awarded for this. God Number seven, right. who was Fred Hampton? He was a Black Panther activist that was killed by the FBI. Oh, he was a very gosh. prominent Marxist-Leninist incendiary speaker, member of the Black Panther Party, and yeah, he was fully murked by the FBI. His life That's is actually it. the subject of Judas and the Black Messiah, if you guys ever get a chance to watch that film. Ooh. Pretty good. Damn, All right. that wrong. Here's number eight. <laughs> number eight. From what television show are the characters Michael Scott and Jim Halpert? The Office. The, op- the Office. Abe ekes it out. Well done. Number nine, what is the difference between the abbreviations IE and EG? Uh, one is for like an example, EG is like an example, and then in essence is what I always think of it. But they're like two different Latin phrases. So like yeah, EG is no, like absolutely. an example, in essence is the same thing. Well, that's yeah. a lot of words and not a lot that of was, No, that was perfect. <laughs> that was exactly, exactly right, it, Nathan. Well done. Yeah. yeah, IE is id est, which means that is, which is sort of a, a mm, clarifying yeah. statement. E.g. Right, right. is exempli gratia, which means exactly there, for yeah, example. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Number 10. What Deadpool actor has ownership stakes in Mint Ryan Mobile Reynolds. and the Wrexham football team? Ryan Reynolds. Indeed. That's another the point for Nathan. Here is number 11. Actress and model Hedy Lamar was also an inventor credited as the creator of what technology? What was her name? <laughs> Hedy oh, Lamar. Oh, Hedy Lamar. Uh, Very prominent actress in the 50s and 60s. Or 40s and 50s, rather. Maybe it's some... She invented... Cosmetic thing? Probably cosmetic thing, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's a... Think again. uh, again. The dishwasher. (laughs) No. Oh, come on now. (laughs) This is a a progressive question that somehow became more reductive. Uh, that came out wrong, uh, but it was worth a shot. The electron microscope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, the... What the fuck? <laughs> this is a technology that we use every single day. Oh, radio. She invented radio. <laughs> Not to invent radio. But honestly, you're getting closer. It is a foundational technology that we in the modern world use every single day. I'm using and, it right now to call you. Antenna. Router. SIM card. <laughs> oh, right now. Uh, it's not Wi-Fi. Could it is Wi-Fi. It's Wi-Fi. It is indeed <laughs> Wi-Fi. Yes, oh absolutely. Straight up. Yeah, invented, so she invented that's so a, cool. Oh my god. So she invented a foundational frequency hopping technology during World War II that they used to track submarines. And it is now considered the basis for Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. No shit. That's, That's incredible. Yeah. Damn. She was a pretty prolific inventor. She did a lot in her time. Um, yeah, yeah. Pretty crazy. Hedy Lamar. Remember the name. Here's number 12. Silly Rabbit. Tricks are for... Kids. Kids. Fuck Kids. Me. Aber's got it by a hair. You guys are neck and neck. Nathan is at six. Abe is at five. We have three questions remaining. What is Cosmic Latte? 
cosmic is, is it like a podcast a, a scientific song? phenomenon it's an album it is indeed a scientific phenomenon yeah oh okay shit okay well i should know this one uh, uh cosmic latte maybe they got this fancy cosmic uh cosmic latte. latte the collision of galaxies <laughs> yeah. uh, no it's much God. simpler much more foundational than that huh it's a it's a nice little haze coming off of a comet broader than that damn it broader than that it's the haze being expelled from any sort of celestial body just the the haze in the in the night sky that you can see and what does it look like latte-esque <laughs> okay, we're, we're not getting it <laughs> we're not we're not going to it. for this one okay, cosmic right. latte is the color Milky. of the universe it is a, it is oh, a beige shit. color that is taken as the average light emitted from 200,000 galaxies that are in our immediate periphery, according to a study from John Hopkins University. Oh, yeah. okay. It's the color cool. of our universe. Wow. Our whole universe that. is beige. That's super cool. Yeah. Cosmic latte. Sick. Number 14, YouTuber wow. and alleged groomer Colleen Ballinger's disastrous apology video included what instrument? Ukulele. Ukulele. Correct answer, Nathan. And final question, what pill can save your life if you bite it at the first sign of a heart attack? Sign of a heart attack? It's got to be some sort of, like, maybe muscle relaxant or something? Viagra. <laughs> no. <laughs> muscle. <laughs> That's what comes to mind with muscle relaxant. Uh, hmm. Naloxone for the heart. I don't know what muscle relaxants are. No, it's, a very, <laughs> it's very basic. Some people... Ibuprofen. It, uh, nope. Ty- Tylenol. Acetaminophen. Mm-hmm. Nah, it is Tylenol. Uh, very basic. Sorry, you were saying you were giving us a very good... It's very basic. Some people take it every day. It's gotten some a little bad press recently, but it's it's very common. It's in the vein of ibuprofen, Tylenol, Advil. It also starts with A. Dayquil. A, oh, uh... Aleve. Nope. A-S. Percent of a heart attack. Aspartame. A- aspirin. <laughs> Aspirin. Aspirin. Correct answer. A. <laughs> the only yes. other painkiller that starts with A. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> that is Ugh. it. Yes, indeed. If you bite into aspirin at the first sign of a heart attack, it could save your life. All right. Oh, wow. At the end oh. of trivia to make you feel bad, Nathan has gained seven points, making his total eight. Abe's, you are rocking six. I have to ask you, how do you feel? Um, a little bit disappointed in myself, in my character, in my knowledge, in my development as a human. Mm. But other than that, it's wonderful. I'm also <laughs> feeling pretty disappointed in Abe's character and knowledge <laughs> as a human. Yeah, that's it. Game number three, we have our latest version of Posterized, in which uh, one contestant will describe a movie poster to another contestant. Um, Abe, you're going to be up first to bat since you're down two points. Nathan has in front of him a list of ten movie posters. Now we're making it a little bit easier for you because they all have something to do with music. And you are a musician, and that means... Factually, you just must watch only movies about music, right? That's how that works? Yep. Yeah, that's a good deduction. Yep. Sick. Cool. So, 
with two minutes on the clock, Nathan is going to try and race through as many posters as he can. Abe, if you're not picking up on it and you're not thinking of it, just say pass, but you will not be able to return mm. to those posters within the time. Okay. 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 Uh, every poster you do get is going to be worth one point towards your final score. You feeling ready? Um, yeah, let's do it. Mm. Okay, diving in. Nathan, you may begin describing poster number one. On your mark, get set, go. There's a man in a brown jacket and he has a red guitar holding it with a a nice rock pose. And there are several uh, children. There are eight children surrounding him. Each one has uh, sort of punk rock outfits uh, and it's a white uh, background. Uh, The man is wearing a bow tie. Pass. Uh, All right. Uh, this one, uh, there's a, a man who's walking down a set of cartoon-esque keyboards. There's a little cat next to him. He's wearing a nice fedora. Uh, he's got some, some square glasses on it, uh, a nice blue sort of, uh, background. There's a couple of little, um, sort of turquoise-ish, uh, sprite-looking things that are hanging out on some text. Uh, and underneath it, there's a, a nice little city background as well. Um, and he's, 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 he's got a nice smile on his face. Uh, there's some more, some more text. There's a, there's a nice big orange halo behind the man's right, uh, pass. face. This is hard. Oh, no. This is uh, not easy. That's the one is, minute uh, mark. Uh, the, oh gosh! Oh god! Uh, this is a, this is a, 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 a white lady with some some glasses um, that have uh, purple on both of them, and their words in both of the glasses. And she's looking with a sort of a nonplussed expression. That's kind of the whole thing. <laughs> uh, this one, there's a man who is working extremely hard on some drums, and there's another guy looking down uh, at him. Whiplash. Looking, very nice, very nice. Yes, got it. Uh, this one is a, a man in a purple jacket on a purple motorcycle uh, outside in an alleyway. So purple. Uh, with uh, some smoke going all around, and there's some nice neon lighting. Oh, God. Blues <laughs> Brothers? Nope. Uh, I'll go to the next one. Uh, this one is two two men with some glasses on them, and they've got their their oh, tuxedos this is the on. Brothers. Yes, very got it. Uh, this is a someone who's back towards the camera, looking back with the red guitar hanging behind his back, uh, with some fire and flames coming up around him, and sort of a, a, a nice little uh, cutout style. Uh, pass. All right, uh, that is time. This, All right. <laughs> Damn, hey, we'll take we'll take two points. It's a tough game, and if, if yeah, Nathan gets is... none, then you have broken even, my man. So that's that's pretty good. Uh, Nathan, okay, do you want to reveal little... the posters that you did go over? Uh, yes, I did. We have uh, oh gosh, we've got the first one was School of Rock. Mm. Uh, second one is Soul. Uh, third one is Almost Fame. I've never even heard of that that's movie. A, that's a good yeah, movie. Okay. Uh, Whiplash. You got Whiplash. Purple Rain mm. is the Prince movie. Uh, and then Blues Brothers, John Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, Walk the Line. I haven't seen the other that. One. Yeah, I haven't seen that one either. And then there was two we didn't get to, Ray and Amadeus. Uh, three, I suppose. Yeah. Scott Pilgrim is the other one. Good going, Abe. But that we'll was take two good. points. Yeah. We'll take two any day. All right, so we'll swap over. Nathan, you've already proven yourself as the resident physicist. No, so God. we're going to go ahead and throw 10 movies at you that have something to do with science or have something famous scientist something. characters okay. in them. Oh, boy. Okay. okay. You will also have two minutes. Abe, are you ready? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. On your mark, get set, go. Okay. The, there are five women with guns in their hands. And they are in kind of a jungle uh, area. And oh, like a annihilation! Psychedelic. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. 
That's a great movie. All right, man in a suit with a brown top hat on with some type of... uh, Oppenheimer? Yeah. (laughs) Three uh, African-American women walking towards the camera. Oh, God. Hidden figures. Yes. Um, There are... There is a very odd kind of semi-sphere object in the sky with helicopters coming towards it that's approaching the ground um, and then three stoic looking characters close like encounter of the third kind nope uh ooh, uh arrival arrival yeah, arrival, yeah. Nice. that's also a great movie uh we have a guy looking at his watch lifting his glasses up with at the back to the future yep that's one minute um a guy with a lasso Guy with a lasso? <laughs> and he has a looking very rugged. Wonder Woman. <laughs> There's all types of uh, kind of ancient trinkets. Ah, uh, uh, Indiana Jones. Yep. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, there is a man in a spacesuit walking on a frozen planet. Interstellar? Yep. No, sh- really? She's oh my God. Wait, what? So bad. Okay. All right, there's another man in a spacesuit on an orange planet. Martian, the Martian. The Martian is correct. Okay. Wow. Um, this is a, a kind of a dorky-looking guy with glasses, um, dancing with a woman in a blue dress. Uh, is this about Stephen Hawking? Maybe. Glasses, Dorothy guys with glasses, dance with that them. is time. Oh, okay. You were on the right track there. Theory of everything. Well. Oh, that Theory the okay, of yeah. everything. That means yeah. that you got eight out of ten, my man. <laughs> wow, excellent work. Nice. I guess Impressive. we know who is uh, who's watching movies in their in their assigned genre. <laughs> <More>. <laughs> I've been selling you short. While you are studying music in college, you are a scientist in your own right. So we're going to put both of your science knowledge to the test. I had to do a lot of research for this, so I want to cite my sources up front. Tom Siegfried for Science News, Sarah Novak for Discover, Peter Vickers for Silicon Republic, and the site Famous Scientists. We were playing Call My Bluff, and the addition of Call My Bluff is science is a liar sometimes. Mm. Basically, I have in front of me stories of long-held beliefs, scientific beliefs, theorems, um, actual you know, qualitative data that was later proven to be false. So call my bluff is Ooh. I'm going to give you three of those times that science turned out to be wrong. You have to tell mm. me which of those three I completely made up. Ooh. Sound That's good? Fun. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Great. So the way this is gonna work is I'm gonna read all three of them, and then I just want you guys to make your guess without discussing it first. So we'll lock that answer in. You'll say A, B, or C. Okay. And then I want to hear why you picked it, and then I'll reveal the answer. Sound good? That's great. Here we go. 
Set one. A. 12th century Chinese doctors theorized that a severed nervous system could still communicate when placed in water. Experiments in decapitating fish and chickens proved fruitful, as both animals' separated body parts appeared to respond to stimuli. In reality, the animals' bodies had built-in reflex systems that allowed them to move briefly after death. B. French mathematician Urbain-Jean-Joseph Le Verrier theorized the existence of a planet between Mercury and the Sun, which he dubbed Vulcan, to explain Mercury's odd orbit. Vulcan was never found, and Mercury's odd orbit was later explained by Einstein's theory of relativity. And C, you may have heard of the false contracting Earth theory, but until the recognition of plate tectonics in the 20th century, some geologists theorized that the position and relative movement of the continents could be explained by the Earth expanding in size while maintaining a constant mass. A, B, or C, lock in your answers now. I'm going to go with B. Ooh. A, B, or C. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with C is the fake one. C is the fake one. B and C. So Abe is guessing the second one is completely made up. Nathan is guessing the third one is completely made up. Yes. Now I want to hear your explanations. Uh, My explanation is just the thought that it's kind of a trick question. Like, you just throw Einstein's name on anything and people believe it. So that's that's my idea. Fair enough. Uh, I, I'm going to say C just because I think uh, the first two sound plausible-ish. A 12th, like 12th century Chinese uh, scientists dissecting things. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's legit. Maybe. But ex- I've never heard anything about the expanding Earth before. Maybe it's because I don't research enough geology, but that's what I, that's what it's, I think. It's growing, I think it's dude. It's bigger. We'll see. All right. We're doing the answer now. The one that I completely made up was A. Ah, no points awarded. <laughs> Damn it. Yikes. Indeed, yes. So Vulcan, the planet them, Vulcan, like... was a real real theory by yes. Urbain Jean-Joseph Leverrier. Looks like Nathan had heard that one before. I had heard that one, yes. Uh, and yeah, both the contracting Earth and expanding Earth theories were genuine theories for That's the time crazy. before yeah. the discovery of tectonic plates. Wow. All right, moving on to our next set, set number two. Here's A. Postulated in 1667 by German physician Johann Joachim Bescher, the phlogiston theory speculated on the existence of a fire-like element called phlogiston, which contained combustible bodies. The concept attempted to explain the processes of combustion and rust, now known as oxidation. Number two. Some 19th century astronomers believed there was a vast network of gullies, and ravines, dubbed the Martian canals, on the surface of Mars. Modern telescopes later debunked the myth, proving it to be an optical illusion. And number three, Spanish chemist Arthur Gulino became notorious for his pseudoscientific claims on certain foods, asserting that imported African salts cause cancer, and the highly poisonous mushroom Rosula subnigricans could be boiled for a tea that improves blood flow. Lock in your answers first. Mm. A, B, or C. I'm gonna I'm gonna lock in I'm gonna lock in A. He's not a phlogiston believer. I believe in <laughs> no, phlogiston. I'm gonna lock in B. <laughs> Alright, Nathan locks in A. Hmm. A blocks in B. Can I hear you guys reasoning? Sure, I, I lock in A because uh, I think the <laughs> phlogiston just sounds too funny. That's just hilarious. <laughs> I I mean it definitely it could be funny enough that it could be real. But I'll, I'll take the gamble and say that it's that it's something that's totally bullshit. 
I feel like the optical illusion, uh, that checked out to me. So, also I wanted to, I, I love, Phlogiston is life, man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Alrighty, well, the one that I completely made up was <laughs> C. No, God damn it. <laughs> That one was God so believable, though. I just saw yeah. a crazy Holy Spanish shit. man. Yeah, it's like, like, of course. Just telling oh, you exactly. to eat this yeah. random mushroom this and you're going <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah, there's Son. psychochemists everywhere. Wait, which so the yep. flagellin? No, what was it again? Flagellin. <laughs> yes, flagellin was believed to be this fire-like element <laughs> substance. Yeah, this is incredible. Crazy. Oh, you can thank Besher for that. Thank you. Besher. All right. Okay, so I far the most you twice. Believable <laughs> ones have been the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, 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 yeah. So far, we'll see if there's if that continues. If that's a common thread. All right, we have three more sets to go. Here's number three. A, the luminiferous ether was a mysterious substance thought to transmit light through the universe. Experiments on diffraction and refraction of light later debunked the theory. Number two, popularized by John Locke in 1689, the blank slate theory, also known as tabula rasa, suggested that all people are born without existing mental content, meaning their knowledge stems from experience alone. Our modern understanding indicates more inherited traits and instincts. And number three, despite his genius in the field of mathematics, Pythagoras had many erroneous writings on biology, believing humans possessed a degenerative organ, which he dubbed the moricus, now called the appendix, which if safely removed would allow humans to live up to 500 years. I think it's C. Walking in those answers, right, which fake science is real fake science, and which fake science is fake fake science? <laughs> B or C? Uh... I'm gonna lock. I'm gonna say B, B and C. Can I hear your reasoning? There's not a ton of reasoning happening. In my brain. <laughs> just, just like my man Pythagoras was perfect. <laughs> I don't think he, he didn't get nothing wrong. I think he was just looking at triangles for a really long time and finally figured some shit out. I don't think he was dissecting bodies and finding appendices. I don't know. I think I agree. Living, for, live to a 500 years old? Uh, well, for their genius, uh, for their, like, progressive. That's so, they, they live, made, people live to, like, 40 back They then. were on some shit, though, man. <laughs> I definitely think that they would believe something like that. Uh, I don't think so. I, I gotta be, I've actually forgot. What, what was B again? I know A, I feel like I know B A B was real. the blank slate theory. Blank slate, that, that's right, that's right. I think that's, I think that's not true. I, I don't have a very good uh, knowledge of psychology, but I mean, I don't even know if that's mm-hmm. even still not true so i would say i'd say it's b yeah all right the answer was and i'll tell you up front someone's got a point now the answer was c oh well done nice. well done i saying shit i know yep. <laughs> first first point on the board excellent yeah. yes there is no such thing as the moricus pythagoras never never thought that you could remove the appendix and gain hundreds of years of life but I will say he did teach people how to attain immortality, so it's not oh. far off. <laughs> okay, so he, yeah, he, was, he, yeah. Was, he was on some stuff. There's so. seeds of truth in there for sure. All right, Abe has his first point. Um, I'm realizing now that there's only five possible points you could win, so I'm going to have each question, if you get the correct answer, I'm going to have worth three points. So Abe sure. has three points. Sure, sure. Okay. <clears throat> Set number four. One highly publicized scientific misconception was the discovery of the Serbian siren in 2005, a winged humanoid skeleton unearthed from a coastal shelf in the Adriatic Sea. 
It was later confirmed that the body was that of a 16th century fisherman surrounded by fish bones that looked like wings. Number two, in the 1960s, Soviet scientists claimed to have created a new form of water, dubbed polywater, which came about by funneling water through narrow tubes where it evidently grew denser, boiled at higher temperatures, and froze at lower temperatures. As it turned out, the properties were just a result of impurities in ordinary water. And number three, a long prevailing understanding of human physiology was the humoral theory, which stated that the human body is made up of four liquids, namely blood, phlegm, collar, and black bile, which must be properly balanced for your health. Hmm. When was, when was C, what time period was that? I didn't say. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with A. I will a, go... Serbian Siren? Serbian Siren. I'm going to go with B. B. B for polywater. Yes. Any reasoning polywater. behind these choices? Mm. 2005, I feel like, is a little bit too recent to be thinking there was a <laughs> flying <laughs> fish skeleton. <laughs> that, is, that is actually fair enough. That is fair. That's a good reason. Fair. Uh, I think... I feel like I, ha- I have heard something about C being a thing before. I feel like I've heard of, like, the four, like, the phlegm and et cetera. But I could be making it. I'm about to look really dumb if that's, if that's, the, if that's the fake one. <laughs> but uh, it's B, I, B, I don't know, Russian scientists doing polywater. That's, uh, I mean, that's a fake fact if I've ever heard one. I mean, come on. <laughs> polywater. All right, all, right. all right. I will reveal the answer is indeed... No! Come on! Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. We found the Serbian siren is a new invention. The Soviets made a whole thing about it. I mean, we're talking 1960s, like space race is still happening, nuclear arms race Uh, is kicking off. Like they're looking, they're looking to look good in the field of science in any way. And they made a whole hullabaloo about inventing a new form of water. And I think the whole like craze only lasted a year when other people started experimenting with it and find that they didn't get the same results with distilled water because they don't have the same impurities as tap water. Right. So right. what was literally happening is just the minerals in the water were changing the density in like super narrow yeah. tubes. All right, final set. Abe has six points to Nathan zero. Come on. Let's check it out. Johann Friedrich Meckel asserted that humans were the most perfect organisms and underwent stages of development through their life that resembled less perfect species, like fish and reptiles. He successfully predicted, then, that human embryos have gill slits, calling the embryonic stage the fish stage. Later, Darwin's theory of evolution would reveal that there are no lesser stages of development, but rather humans and fish share a common ancestor. Number two, nebulae were a confounding phenomena until the 17th century. In the Journal of Cosmology, German astronomer Sebastian Kessler briefly entertained the idea that those smudges in the sky were in fact residue left by colliding comets. Advancements in telescopes revealed that they were just dust and gas clouds from exploding or forming stars. And number three, geologist James Hutton believed that the Earth was an organic body that reproduces itself in order to provide a habitable world for humans. This led him to predict veins of granite present in other layers of rock, as well as angular unconformities. Unfortunately, Hutton did not account for tectonic plates. Hmm. A. Hmm. A is Abe's guess? A is... Oh, shit. I was also maybe going to go A. We can't say the same thing, can we? 
You can if you want. Ooh. It's just... There's no net gain for me, other than maybe not having as much... Ah! I know uh, I'm I'm gonna go B. I don't think Kessler. No, that's such. Uh, no, I'll go B. 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 Okay. Any further God reasoning behind A and B? <laughs> I pick B because A became A. Gill slits <laughs> in an embryo. That's something. So I I believe that. I absolutely that that I think that's a thing. No, that is not. A Wait. Thing. Oh no, a it's not a thing. No. Oh God. With a fish. Oh, it's not a thing. All right, we're chilling. Oh, All right, thing. the answers are locked. I oh, will well. reveal that the answer is in fact B. Whoa! What? Let's go! Hey, <laughs> nice job, Nathan got on the board. Oh. Yeah, gill slits really Keep do skill. appear in human embryos. It's absolutely true. No way. It's just the difference is Meckel Meckel had the belief that this indicates that humans go through the whole gambit of evolution. Just throughout their single life, yeah. humans evolve farther than other species. Where, in fact, Darwin tells us, we all just have a common ancestor. And a lot of those traits carry over into different mm. stages of development. Wicked. So it just abolishes that whole hierarchy kind of thing. Damn. Weird. So what about the Kessler one? That was just completely... Uh, Kessler's not even a real dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I was going to say. I yeah. Kepler is a guy. Such a believable So I thought name. maybe Kessler would exactly. have been something. Exactly. I was, okay, I was trying to... Yeah, I was trying to get the, the get the slight connections going. Yeah, how many comets actually collide? <laughs> that would be yeah. so crazy. We've got a lot of nebulae for that to happen in our ginormous universe. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Well, walking away from Call My Bluff, Abe has added six points to his mm. score, bringing him to 14. Nathan successfully added three, which means he's at 19. We have a five-point gap heading into our final game. On to our final game. Nathan has a five-point lead with 19 against Abe's 14. Our theme for our final game is the only area of expertise that you guys shared with me that was uh, an overlap, which is indeed rock climbing. <laughs> yes, we're going to have 30 okay. points of rock climbing oh my gosh, on the okay. board. This is 30 tough. is more than enough to make up any deficit, Abe, so you can absolutely catch up here. Or Nathan could take a That's ridiculous insane. lead. Yeah. So let's settle in for a nice, calming, relaxing round of Quick Drive Trivia! That's incredible. Oh incredible. Yeah, you guys right. are where you belong. True, true Cowboys of the West. All right. Quick draw trivia. We have set A and set B. Um, let's see. Our main man, Nathan, won Week in Review. So his advantage for this is you can choose, Nathan, do you want set A or set B? Set A oh. goes first, set B goes second. Set A goes first, set B goes second. I'm going to go set A. I want to go first. Okay. Yeah. Nathan is going to take set A. You're up to bat first. Nathan, you're going to have one minute to answer as many questions as Fuck. you can. 
<laughs> the way this works is there are 15 questions. Uh, you can say pass if you want to skip them, but you will not be able to return. Sure. Any question that you get wrong or pass, Abe will have the chance to steal after the timer stops. Ooh. Okay. And any question that you don't get to, say you answer 10 questions in that minute, those remaining five, both of you will have the chance to answer off the clock. Okay. Sound okay. good? Sounds good. Sounds good. Sure. Okay. Setting one minute on the clock, rock climbing trivia. All right. On your mark, get set, okay. go. What nine-fingered climber is the subject of the documentary? Tommy the Caldwell. Correct. What is the average lifespan of a climbing rope? Uh, two years. Incorrect. Rock climbing officially became an Olympic sport in what year? Oh, pass. What is the preservation practice LNT? Leave no trace. Correct. What is silo block? <laughs> Pass. Okay. Spell the word repel. Uh, oh, uh, R-A-P-P-E-L. Correct. What is the most common rating system for bouldering in the U.S.? V system. It's the, it's like Correct. V1, V2. What, yeah. Which one isn't a type of climbing knot? The monkey's fist, the boil hitch, or the overhand bend? Overhand bend? <laughs> Incorrect. What type of climbing involves ascending using only a fissure formed in the rock? Uh, wait, uh, oh, crack climbing. Correct. What do ice climbers attach to their boots? Uh, crampons. Crampons, correct answer, and that was the end of your time. All right, all right. Well done. Bro, okay, so you got down to bend, question man. number 10, <laughs> and you got six out of those 10. So, yeah. Abe... I'm going to give you a chance to steal four of these questions. Okay. Can you tell me the lifespan of an average climbing rope? Five years. I'll give it to you. Is the span of three to five years. So I'll give it mm. to you. Yeah. Mm. Um, another one that you can steal. Do you know the year that rock climbing officially became an Olympic sport? <laughs> I don't. 2009? The answer is 2020. What? Holy shot! Wow. Damn, I didn't know yeah. that. Crazy. Very recently. Um, do you know what silo block is? Oh, of course. Why well, silo block is the method in which you ascend granite blocks <laughs> using silos. <laughs> yeah, no, I have no fucking clue what silo block. Silo block is also called deep water free soloing. It's when you free solo ah, over a body of deep water yeah, that you can call into. A, I did not know it was called yep. that either. Silo block. Um, okay, so no stolen one there. Can you name which one of these isn't a climbing knot? Monkey's fist, boil hitch, or overhand bend? Boil. Boil hitch is the correct answer. Point stolen. Okay, so you did manage to steal two out of those four, but we have five questions left to answer in set A. Both of you can get this. Both of you can interrupt. Here we go. Okay. Here's number oh. 11. Oh, this is going to interrupt. Oh, yeah. okay. So I can go ahead and jump into time. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, we're okay, going okay. together. Yep. Five points on the board. What check climber ascended Silence 9C? Adam Andra. Adam Andra. Abra's got it. Well done. Number 12. In what European country is the world's highest climbing wall? Ooh. Switzerland? Norway? Nope. Uh, one guess each for quick draw trivia. Nathan, ooh. you get one guess and that's it. Um, highest climbing wall. Germany. Incorrect. The answer yeah. is the Netherlands. Netherlands, okay. Here's number 13. What is the term for a difficult climb that has not yet been completed? A project? Project. 
project is the correct answer. Nice, nice, Nathan. Mm -hmm. Two more cool. questions. Number 14, which technique involves stepping on small footholds while your feet are perpendicular Slab. to the wall? Oh. Nope. Edging? Edging is the correct answer. Nice job, Abe. Yeah. And finally, number 15, a climber that lives modestly and itinerantly to maximize climbing time is lovingly called... Dirtbag. Dirtbag. Dirt Abe got it. Well done. Okay, at the end of set A, Abe has gained five points. Nathan has gained seven. Really well done. Some good stealing, some good time performances. Abe, we're jumping over to your set. You feeling ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. One minute on the clock. On your mark. Get set. Go. What climber is the subject of the Oscar-winning documentary Free Solo? Alex Honnold. Alpine Club founder John Ball researched what mountain range? Pass. Okay. Which isn't a type of hold? A jug, a sloper, or a token? Token. Correct. Uh, MgCO3 is the chemical makeup of what climbing aid? Magnesium carbonate. What's the climbing aid? Chalk. Correct. Uh, <laughs> Dean Potter caused outrage when he climbed what iconic rock formation? Oh, Delicate Arch. Correct. Uh, what does UIAA stand for? A pass. Okay. On belay? Blaze on. Correct. What disability do climbers Heidi Zimmer, Alex Naiman, and Shana Unger share? Pass. Okay. Uh, a dynamic jump to grab an out-of-reach hold is called what? Dino. Okay, and spell the word simul, as in simul climbing. S-I-M-U-L. Correct. Uh, what type of climbing involves placing protection as you Shad climb? Shad climbing. Correct, and that is your time. All right. You, uh, you added eight points to your score. You made it down to question 11, which means that, Nathan, you will have a chance to steal three here. Mm, okay. Can you tell me what mountain range... Alpine Club founder John Ball researched. Uh, it's not in the Rockies. I'm looking for the northeastern Italian mountain range, the Dolomites. The ah, Dolomites. okay, no. sure. <clears throat> no points awarded there. Um, another one that Abe missed. Do you know what UIAA stands for? Uh, Union of International Applied Alpinists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so close, but uh, I can't give it to you. Yeah. It is, it's, a, it's a French term. Union Internationale des Associations de Alpinisme. Ah, yep. okay. Association of Alpinisme. <laughs> Very close. Uh, the only other one that Abe missed is what disability do climbers Heidi Zimmer, Alex Naiman, and Shana Unger share? They're paraplegic. They are not paraplegic. Mm. They are all deaf. Ooh. They're all deaf climbers. Interesting. And they were among the first to, to summit certain um, mountains. I believe Heidi Zimmer was McKinley. Alex Naiman was Rainier. And Shana Unger is Everest, if I'm not mistaken. But they were all the first respective deaf climbers to summit those ones. Wow. Shana Unger did it with someone else, so his name I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Crazy. Um, so Abe made it down to number 11, which means we have four points mm. up for grabs. Starting with number 11, or sorry, number 12, what does beta mean in climbing terms? It's had the information how to, how to do climbs. All right, I'm going to give it to Nathan. Mm. He got the answer out first. Three questions remaining. Number 13, Red River Gorge is a popular Kentucky. climbing site in what U.S. state? Holy Correct. God. Kentucky. What? Nice job, Abe. <laughs> 
two questions remaining. In bouldering, what is the initial position where climbers have both hands on the first hold? Starting, Starting hold? Uh, I needed a more specific term than that. It is called the match start. Oh, I know. Match start. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And finally, oh, both what things. is the most common type of carabiner used in climbing? Locking. Nope. No, uh, like brand or like a type? Type of. I'm looking for the shape. You. <laughs> Incorrect. The D shape. The D shape. The D shape. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Yeah, yeah. that's fair enough. All right. That's the D. end of Quick Draw Trivia. Yeah. It's time to tally up our scores. Ooh. Abe, you gained 14 points, which means Jesus. you have ended the day at 28. Nathan, you gained 8 points, oh. which means you've ended the day at 27. Oh! A one-point game, and Abe is our victor. Oh, my gosh. Snatched victory from the jaws of defeat. Ah, One point. One point. Thank you, rock climbing knowledge. (sighs) Yeah, yeah, that really did it for you. Well done. Incredible, y'all. Thank you for playing. Thank you for having us on. That was a blast. That was a blast. That was was perfect. That was excellent. The perfect set of questions. (laughs) Wish I would have gotten some more of the... Science questions, right? <laughs> oh, I wish I got more of the, the rock climbing question, right? Dude, I was, I was. That's all right. I'll send you your sets. You guys, you guys can study up and become masters of the subjects. Oh, please do. Um, please. Incredible work. Yeah, I, uh, I'll go ahead and sign us out. This has been a great game. We'll be back again on Saturday with my friends Keith and Sarah. Uh, thank you, as always, to Jacob Man Big Band for his wonderful music. Max Kolomatsky for our artwork. Uh, Abigail Ludkey this week. She's my wife now. I, I don't think I've said that. Um, she, she helped me with some questions. Thank you so much. Uh, and uh, yeah, that is all. Check us out on any podcast service. Leave a rating and review or find me on. I'm not on any socials. But um, yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll catch you on Saturday <laughs> with Keith and Sarah. Thank you again, Nathan and Abe. Everyone have a good yes, day. Thanks very much. Signing See y'all off. later. Peace. Peace. Peace.